the story of a teenager who lives on a space station in the future with her parents and investigates some suspicious activity. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Waltz Vaults, episode 101. Down 101. We're number 101. Would that, would that have been smart if we had Didn't we do that movie made episode? Well, we did one of the versions of the, that movie. We could have done the live action one, I suppose. Oh, well. We didn't feel like it. This week, we are talking about the 1999, 1997? 1999. 1999. 1999. Disney Channel Original Movie, Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. You know about it. 21st Century, y'all. Also, I have something to say. I've been calling these Disney Channel Original Movies DCOMs, but apparently this generation of Disney Channel Original Movies it's not called DCOMs. Well, I, I saw some conflicting information on this. They they called them uh, the Zoog. Yeah, the Zoog. <laughs> Disney Channel original movies. <laughs> I don't know what that stands they, for. They, Disney? Zoog? Yeah, on, on Disney. It was called the Zoog <laughs> Disney Channel original movies. And I think it's because, like, it, they have their original crop of Disney Channel original movies in the 80s. And um, I think like that was Xenon, right? yeah. Well, no, up to like eighty nine or oh. ninety four or something, something like that. And then at some point, they they decided to re <laughs> to retitle them, and they they came up with Zoog because you know that's something fun Zoog. That, the, that the kids would like. I guess I like those Zoog movies the on Zoog, the Disney. The Zoogies. You know? I, I have zero understanding of what what are you saying? Yeah, I, I it didn't make a lot of sense to me either. But um, you know how like there's Disney Channel, there, there's like Disney classic movies, and then there's like Disney Renaissance. I no, think, no, I get it. I think they're trying to I make get it, like it that. but I don't get it. I mean, I don't get it either. So I'm going <laughs> to call it a decom, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go ahead. I'll, I'll let's do our first impressions first. Okay. So, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna give my first impression first because. After we had done Smart House, I kind of didn't want to do any other decoms because it wasn't as good as I remembered and it, like, didn't hold up for me. So I was kind of done with decoms. Like, mm -hmm. I liked Johnny Tsunami. That was okay. But Smart House, like, really ruined it for me because that one was, like, one I really liked and it didn't hold up. I don't remember much about Xenon besides the Zoom, Zoom, Zoom song, and I'm so happy we did it because this movie was dope and it held up and I liked it. I was super happy. So I, I ship decoms again. They're okay. <laughs> you ship them. <laughs> they're okay. You ship them with uh, us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're all right. Um, I kind of want to watch uh, Xenon the sequel and Z3. Not going to lie. I might I might do it. We'll see. There's three. Oh, Apparently. Yeah. I remember seeing two, but I don't remember seeing three. This, this is the first Disney Channel original movie to ever garner a sequel. Um, uh, yes, it, it was called Xenon the Sequel. It came out in 2002? Two, and I think the other one was 2004. Yes, I believe that's, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Mm yeah, so yeah. that's, that's a, that's All a right, fun. that's my first impression. I need to know Luis's. Luis, first mm. impression of Xenon. Have you seen it before this? Yeah, I did. I saw it when it barely came out back in 99. <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was okay. I didn't really have too many... 
<laughs> okay, old man negative. Was I negative? <laughs> but was I positive? It's not an opinion. No. <laughs> it wasn't positive, but it also wasn't. It wasn't negative. I don't know if it was an opinion, though. Mm. And it was okay. Definitely an opinion. It was okay. It was okay. okay it was okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Emily. First impression. Lowercase. Okay. Lowercase. Okay. Like oh. this letter OK or OKAY. There's a difference. Your lowercase spelled out OK. Okay. That's pretty mad. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> I liked it a lot, actually. I have the same first impression that you do, Michelle. I thought I was not going to like it. Um, I didn't think there was going to be a whole bunch of substance. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they were like fighting to honestly stay alive, I was like, was sick. Okay. Like, yeah. this is serious business. I mean, I guess in Smart House, they were. I mean, she wasn't going to kill him, right? It just wasn't as in. It was this one very was pretty pitch. intense. This one, I was like, oh, okay. And then don't can watch this and like it. Like, yeah. Right. I mean, once you get past, like, the, like, oh my gosh, major. Ah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. Pretty good. Uh, the language. <laughs> for and the sure. song. And the, song the song holds up, y'all. I was, yes. my heart was going boom, 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 boom. Zoom, zoom, zoom. I am the supernova girl. Boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know what I mean. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, Emily. All right, Andre. First um, impression. yeah, first impression. This movie was dope, major. You know, it was cool. It was fun. Uh, it was not Cetus Lapidus. <laughs> Cetus Lapidus. Cetus Lapidus means, oh my God, I'm pretty sure, right? It was, it bad. was not inky. It okay. was bad minor. Inky. You know, it wasn't wasn't that bad. Bad minor. What minor? Um, I I liked I liked it a lot. Uh, it. Andre is also a supernova girl. I am a supernova girl, just just like any, just like everybody else. Um, supernova <laughs> girl, girl. I, I think the fact that this movie is set in the future, it's set in 2049. It really just pushes all of the fantastic <laughs> '90s lingo and technology that they're using in 2040. With their old janky computers. It's hilarious. <laughs> With their ergonomic keyboards, I'm like, yes. oh. <laughs> this looks like it's from the future, right? Let's just. Uh, just a little bit. bugs that sounded like <laughs> supersonic yes. ridiculous dude fantastic uh yeah so so uh what i say dope major dope major <laughs> dope major major all right so before that was more johnny tsunami before we get into this episode i just had to i had to start with first impressions we have an announcement to make <laughs> emily take it away huh? take it away oh Guess what, y'all? You asked. We're giving it to y'all. Mm. Well, we would have given nice. it to them even if they didn't ask. Oh, that's, I mean, we were going to give it to you. Yeah. Right. X going to give it to you. He going to give it to you. We've been X singing that all week. He going to give it to you. We're really confused as to what he's going to give you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're giving you some t-shirts, okay? <laughs> Those are family friends. <laughs> hey. Maybe he was giving you a juice box. Y'all know. Okay. You don't know. Shouldn't take a juice box from him. I, you know what? Exhibit was on that other show that I liked. So Exhibit was cool. Anyway, okay. long story short, we are giving you apparel items, my friends. That's right. <laughs> We've yeah. talked multiple times about wanting to get merchandise out to you. But after episode 100, we were like, it's time. So with our new logo, we have a couple different options. Um, so this is a um, look at our black logo t-shirt Boom. design. Check it out. This is a brand new logo designed uh, by Emily. By Emily. 
Boom. Actually, all of these shirts are designed by Emily. True. Hey, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Next credit part. where credit's due. This yeah. is all Emily. Um, so we oh, also have a, the oh. white version of our new logo. So in no way am I saying that Andre's computer or our internet connection is bad, but it looks a little fuzzy. I'm going to throw it out there. It's not fuzzy. When okay. You oh, okay. <laughs> it looks okay to it us. Does, it looks good to us, but yeah, it's not Okay, fuzzy. cool. No fuzzy yeah. logo. None of these shirts will be fuzzy. They will be soft, though, I'm pretty sure. Hey, no fuzzy logo. <laughs> this isn't a Chewbacca. Let's move on. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that was my line. Oh. It's so good. <laughs> This one is a tribute to Michelle and episode 71. We talked about Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And if you haven't listened to the hilarity of Apper, you need to go back. Although I've been saying it way before that episode. Oh, for right. sure. But way before. It's, but it's, um, it's, it's, it's christened. It's in memorialized. <laughs> it becomes monumental in episode I bet if we ask listener Mary Angela, she'll probably remember the exact moment I said it. And she'll probably buy the shirt. So. Um, yeah, I, I found the, that exact clip. It was in episode 71 at like 11 minutes or something like that. <laughs> you got to go back and listen to Apper. 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 Okay, moving Next on. Next shirt is... Days uh, before Bays. This pretty is sure this favorite. one's my favorite, y'all. So this is my favorite, too. a couple too. different times um, about Nays before Bays. Disney horses are the business. Not only are they the ones keeping our heroines and hair heroines and heroes yeah. out, out of trouble but they're also the coolest characters because they're so dog-like <laughs> so hashtag may before bays and we have all of your favorites here and if you don't know one of them look it up these are the good ones yeah all, all i love how horses. you put maximus first emily <laughs> hey i like that frou-frou made the cut <laughs> from the hey, aristocats frou-frou is cool okay frou-frou is legit we love frou-frou we love i love frou-frou. pegasus bullseye we got a good Philippe. You got Khan. You got Samson and Angus. Okay, all very oh. good nays. Very good nays, very good nays. <laughs> indeed. They're um, the goodest nays ever. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, hashtag um, always snacking. Always snacking. Just like you know we are. Um, we actually were snacking before this episode started. Um, it was very fun to watch Andre and Michelle. We kept we were, asking what they but, um, it took us so long to start the episode that the snacking has since ceased. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> snacking? <laughs> no, we're hashtag, hashtag always, always snacking, snacking, never ceasing. Yes. We love snacks. Um, that has the logo right in the middle. I really, I really like that one. I like snacks. Um, and our last oh, shirt no. is possibly the best shirt oh that we have. Um, <laughs> this is our old man negative shirt. And it's God oh, himself. Dressed as anger. Dressed as anger from uh, Inside Out. And he's, he's looking mighty angry. Yeah. And Go ahead and show the back of that one. The back is <laughs> his, his famous quote, I'm not the grumpy you need, I'm the grumpy you deserve. <laughs> so funny. So it's not the exact quote from episode 100, but it becomes more applicable to all the grumpy people out there. If you'd like to rock this shirt out in public, people will understand why you got the grumpiest man on the front of your Yeah, team. Luis is the new grumpy, okay? Yeah. Fantastic. They, they have so many shirts at Disneyland with grumpy on them and like a quote on the back. And yep. I, I think that's where Emily was trying to go with this. It's, I love it. Brilliant. Love yeah. it. Luis, get back on the screen. It's fantastic. He's out of here. So if you want to have Luis on your shirt, you can head over to our link which will be displayed in the show notes uh, below if you're on YouTube or on your podcast uh, app if you're listening to us. Um, click that link. Go there. We'll post it on Instagram. Check too. out the shirts that we have available um, and buy them up. Emily, how, how, does, how does it work exactly? 
So the coolest thing, it really is pretty legit. You click on the link and when you get there, you get to choose your apparel option and then you get to choose your apparel color option. So like right now we're looking at a gray t-shirt, but Andre can go over and he can select a couple different options. No, no, try that. Try that color yellow. Of the shirt, or he can change it to women's slim fit or a racer back or a crew neck or a long sleeve or a hoodie. He has all kinds of options to pick what apparel item fits best for wow. him, but also the color he likes. So you guys are have a couple different options. Everything's oh. customizable so that you get exactly what you want. So I'm yeah, Andre's be, getting a sweater. I'm trying to be comfy, baby. I, I want crew necks of everything all the time. So we hope crew you guys enjoy. Everything show. And if there's anything you need, you just let us know, DM us or email us and we are here for you. We will help you. This is cool. This is awesome. Ooh, I like that. I'm very excited. Uh, yes. Yeah, so head head over to the bonfire. Um, check out our shirts. Check out our merch. Go there. Get them up. Um, and it will be open for about three weeks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then and then you will receive your items at the same time as the rest of us, which is which is kind of right cool. before the Fourth of July. We can all have Luis's face on our chest at the exact same time. That's very patriotic of him. Yeah. Fourth you know? of July with Lou. Yeah, <laughs> man. That'd be hilarious. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. So let us know what you guys think. Emily will post some stuff on Instagram. Let us know if you're excited, what you're going to order. Um, hashtag nays before bays. I'm all about. Can't wait to wear it on casual Fridays at work. It's going to be sick. <laughs> I'm going to wear it every day at work. I can wear whatever I want to work. Yeah, you can wear whatever you well, want. Yeah, but, you know. I've got special circumstances right now. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to work quite as often. Yeah. All right. Uh, We're not going to work, so. Yeah. <laughs> Just me. Wow. Hey, rock your shirt so nice. in your own house, y'all. Do it. Um, okay. Back to Xenon, girl of the 21st century. Oh, man. Um, so let's, let's, get into, let's get into our, our main actress first. Her name is Kirsten Storms. I used to think she was so cool. And I also used to think the way that Xenon dress was so cool. And the funny thing is that the way she dresses would probably be in right now. I would for <laughs> sure dress like Xenon if I went to EDC or something. I don't know. Um, she still, she still got style. She still looks good, man. With her, it still holds up. Her Xenon outfit. A lot of times you see these early movies and you're like, God, what are they wearing? But I guess because she was wearing spacey stuff, I was like, all right. Marnie in Halloween Town, I'm always like, oh, girl, stop. Oh, but my no. gosh. Yes, you're that. right. Totally. I mean, this outfit, it's um, it's good. I guess it's inspired. You could say that for it's sure. Good. It's uh, not bad. You know what? And we I got even, at the end of the movie, I even looked at Luis and was like, we are going to be them for Halloween. Like, I'll be Xenon, <laughs> you be Protozoa. Protozoa. Oh my gosh, that would be epic. Can you imagine if we like spiked his spiked hair, his hair like, yeah. and get you a silver uh, duster jacket? Yes. I'm about it. Play. Is, uh, it, is it good or is it like so bad? I don't oh, know. No, it, it's very I good. So I, good. I, I, I like it. I'm, in, I'm very into and it. And honestly, this movie has a stacked cast. So we got Kirsten Storms, who has now apparently been on General Hospital for like a thousand episodes. <laughs> <laughs> like 18 years, she's been on Daytime General <laughs> Hospital. What, what was her um what was her character uh that's on a general good question. hospital yeah i don't know we watched a clip from it though and she said zetus lapidus and it threw me off i was like what yeah um, um but yeah they, they find out they filmed so many um <laughs> so many episodes. Days of our lives not general hospital no she's on she's I on she was on general hospital. i believe she's on general hospital yeah uh, yeah general hospital Go back up, said days of our lives maybe she's done both where where yeah, did you see days of our lives right here stop 
her IMDb right there. Actress, Days of Our oh. Lives. Oh. You know what? She might be on a lot of daytime shows, but she was on General Hospital for a thousand. Oh, she was on General Hospital. Oh, yeah, but she was on Days of Our Lives from 2000 to 2004. Oh, she played Maxie. Okay, so she played, like, the daughter of um, Sonny Corinthos. The Hang on. Emily, why do you know this? New revelation. You watch <laughs> General Hospital? And Carly. Um, I think I think that was their kid, Maxie, no? I have zero way to confirm this. I don't watch General <laughs> Hospital. You do? Isn't that the show that's been on since like the 40s or 50s? Uh, For yeah, sure. My grandma so. used to watch General Hospital. That's like- how I know it. I used to watch it with my mom. And the fact that I used to watch it when I was like seven or eight with my mom and know this, that's pretty sad, right? She's literally still on it right now this. in 2020. She, was, she started General Hospital in 2005. And she's, she's still on it right now. But in that time, she's done 1,254 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) They have like a new episode every day, right? Uh, Yeah, no doubt. And she was on General Hospital Night Shift. (laughs) Oh, spinoffs. There's a spinoff. How many episodes are there? She was on Kim Possible, Bonnie (gasps) Rockwaller. Impossible. Yeah, I think she did. Uh, she did a fair amount of voice acting work as well. Beats High Miami, one episode. She Days of Our Lives. Belle Black. I mean, I didn't watch Days of Our Lives, but she was on that. Was that's on that's a Raven too. I like yeah, that. A, a Raven like an episode. A Raven Xenon uh, reunite. You know, they used to do that a lot. So yeah, indeed. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, Kirsten Storms. I mean, she's making her money. She's still doing her thing. Um, and then the other, I mean, obviously Raven Simone is on there, but I remember that Lauren girl who played Maggie Harper. Yeah. He was on so many Disney Channel stuff. Right. She was always mean. Yeah, she was. Always, <laughs> I remember she being was always, always mean. Never single one. Always. They mean. really cast her to type. Um, I wonder if she was a mean little girl. And then I'm, this must've been like one of the first things Raven Simone did. Well, she was on the Cosby show when she was like four years well, old. Well, I know, but I mean like before that's for, a raven. But for like Disney, Disney, for sure. Yeah, I think this is uh, one of the first things. Dang. Mm-hmm. She's Stacked so- lineup. And then uh, this guy who came in as the, the young hacker kid a little bit later, he was X-Ray in Holes. Mm-hmm. <coughs> see? I looked at Luis and was like, we know this kid. Where do we know this kid from? It's freaking me out. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't get that until Andre told me. And I was like, oh. It's yeah. funny because so many of these people looked really, really, really familiar to right. me. And I can't, I really can't. Bob Boncroft. Yeah. I can't figure out if it's because of this movie and my childhood is just stuck in there somewhere or if it's because I've seen them in other things. So I, I, I think know. it's a little bit of a mix. Well, Plus, I mean, how, what about Protozoa? Like, has he been on anything? Philip I don't know, Spies? but he's definitely cuter with his silver hair. Like, he didn't. Yeah. But he looks the same. He rocked it when he was up with there, you know. Wait. Getting it with the I was, supernovas. I was saying that his accent was pretty bad, and he's actually from England. Oh, yeah. That, that was real accent. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I, think, I think I could tell that he was, uh, that he was British, but it's very oh, funny God, that you... First British accent I've ever heard. Oh, he was in Doctor Who. He was on an episode of Doctor Who, so he is actually British. We're right. Oh. Um, <laughs> just like every other British actor. Yeah, he's not doing much. You're not British, so you're on Doctor Who. I mean, he's working. He he gets in a project every year. Look at him. Wasn't the Pretty Little Liars? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was in Glee. Episode of Glee. One episode. You know, background character. Was it Survivors? Shark. Do you remember that TV show? I love that. Shark. No, I don't. It had um. Oh my gosh. The guy who played Hades. What's his name? Uh, James Woods. 
It had James Woods as like a down and out detective. I mean, what oh. else is new? <laughs> I love James Woods. I love him so much. Interesting. I mean, yeah, this, this movie had a stacked lineup. And I think that was part of it. Like, it probably gave these people their careers. Well, especially. Greg was Greg. <laughs> the seventh heaven kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess Gregory weird. Smith. Everywhere. And he played Greg. Doesn't say Seventh Heaven anymore. Luis was very upset with this kid. He was like, he looks like a creepy. He's always staring. Oh. Yeah, some of their shots in this movie make them look kind of just like. Creepy. We're gonna talk about creeps. We gotta go to uh, creep crop. number one and creep number two over here. Our bad guys, uh, yeah. Lutz and Wyndham. Every time Wyndham winked, it was the most disgusting. I thing wanted I've ever to seen throw up. <laughs> Literally, Emily's. <laughs> I literally wanted to throw up every time he blinked. It was bad. Um, but let's go ahead and it was get pretty in. pervy. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Correct. Let's get into our storyline. So uh, we're introduced to Xenon Car. The year is 2049, and they're living on a space station that has apparently been in orbit for 27 years. Yeah. So you know we could be on a space station like tomorrow, y'all. <laughs> I mean, uh, close. You know, close enough, yeah. right? What's twenty? What's what's twenty forty nine minus twenty seven? Twenty two. Twenty seven. There you go. Twenty two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Two years from now, we'd be on a space station. Okay. <laughs> and um, they're on the space station because they're doing some some research about space bio stuff in <laughs> space. Yeah, they don't really get into like what research they're doing, right? It's just some some research. I mean, anything you do in space is research. You That's know. True. You know, mm. farting, farting in space. That's, That's research. Um, so we're we're introduced yeah, to Xenon and her best friend. <laughs> I like how I'm just ignoring this. I'm keeping going. Um, and her best friend Nebula. And apparently Xenon's like the troublemaker of this space station, right? She's getting into mischief. She's basically Harry Potter, but on a space station. Like you're not supposed to be out of your bed. You're not supposed to do this, Harry Potter, but you keep doing it. Okay, <laughs> Xenon, get it together. Um, and Nebula is like Hermione. She's like, come on, don't do it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You're going to get us in trouble, Xenon. Um, yeah, she's like the troublemaker. Um, what? What did you say? Luis is paying attention to the kid outside again. It's not oh, the no. one. I just got distracted. It's okay. Um, He's distracted, like Xenon gets distracted in her history class, yes. where the history teacher's talking about President Clinton, who was who was president at the right. time. But it wasn't Bill Clinton; it was Hillary Clinton. Clinton. No, it's Chelsea, Chelsea Clinton, Clinton, the daughter. Chelsea, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. Hillary is cool. not mentioned at all, which is no, kind of funny to me. <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea Clinton, who's and the president. And she's apparently super cool because she's chartering underwater vegetation. Biofuels. As fuel and you energy. No, there, there's a lot more futuristic stuff that's going on in this movie. And we're not at that point yet, which is scary. We should be, right? We well, should be. Uh, I mean, hologram teachers, that, that's probably going to come out in the next five years, right? <laughs> Based on well, our current. Let's be real. Let's be pretty real. Much if everything's already. online, I feel like Luis is pretty much a hologram up there. He's a hologram teacher. Exactly. Luis, yeah. you a hologram. That's nice. Um, I really liked that Xenon in this history class, she comes in 
she sticks in one of her AirPods or whatever, and she immediately connects to like internet to listen to like a radio show. It's like what I've seen every single day in school. Uh, yeah, I was just yeah, about to say. I bet this happened. She, she had like AirPods. It was like an AirPod. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, never so, in my class though. But Xenon no. uh, <laughs> is uh, very never in my class. He says Xenon is very excited because a a singing group from you know Earth is gonna come to the Firma. microbe. Oh, yeah, microbes. See, I knew about Protozoa, and I always just thought that's what it was called. But I forgot it was a band called Microbe. And Protozoa is the the lead singer. singer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his name is Protozoa, Mr. Zoa. Mr. Zoa. (laughs) Protozoa, Mr. Zoa. (laughs) They really really didn't get too far with that that analogy. And Zetus Lapidus, they're coming to the space station. (laughs) (laughs) The first rock concert in space. Pretty sure and they're they kind of popping. high-pitched screaming a lot in this movie. Ah! Yeah. I don't want to do it. Hurt your ears. But wait, if nobody can hear you screaming in space, mm. are they even listening to anything over there? Philosophical okay, question. Very bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> listening to anything. <laughs> <laughs> no one can hear you scream in space, but microbe is coming, okay? And uh, you're really excited with all your girlfriends, so how somebody's going to hear the scream. You know, and I, you know who I feel bad for in this movie? What is like the captain's name of this space? Commander station? Plank? Poor Commander Plank, man. Xenon and Nebula are always screaming. He's always running into him, and he just looks like he's about to lose his marbles 24 7. Yeah, that's a stressful job. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't want that shit. It's also really <clears throat> weird. Like, okay, so the, the fact that this space yeah, station exists. And and it's kind of like a school. And all of these people are on the space station performing experiments and whatnot. That's perfectly fine. That makes a lot of sense. The fact that they let all these people bring their kids <laughs> to the space station in space. Let me remind you how dangerous space is. If you're in it, you die. That's what space is. So the fact that they're in the space station with all of these children is nuts. And which we haven't gotten space to yet. Space security ain't good. Holy moly. Uh, Kid is outside of the space station with no clearance oh, whatsoever. Okay, well, let's get there. So, <laughs> so Xenon. Uh, like, okay, hold on, pause. Xenon's friends. Oh, my God. Nebula's cool, but then she yeah. has these two guy friends. And the one guy friend is honestly just there for like two seconds. The other guy friend is like, he's a little bit of a... Right? Um, <laughs> wait, wait, do that again. What is he? What is he? He's a little bit of a. <laughs> All right, we're going to clip that right remember that? On Instagram. You don't remember that from the Lego movie? No. You know, he's kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, whatever. Okay. Mary will appreciate it. Yes. Mary Angela will appreciate that. Anywho. Long story short, um, so the friend, his, his dad has, like, all the command codes to, like, open up yeah, all these... Yeah, he must be, like, a tech theory. person on like, that ship. Dad, why are you letting your kid have access to these codes? And if they got parental control to places, why aren't you, like, doing better security on your codes, brah? Yeah. yeah, they don't keep track of their kids. And it's kind of like a school, right? Like, they all eat in the cafeteria, and they all have, like, morning announcements, and, like, it's just weird, right? So, basically, at their morning announcements at breakfast, they're like, yes, yes, you guys have heard. 
the exciting news that Mr. Wyndham is coming. They're not talking about microbe like Xenon thought. And he's like this billionaire dude who apparently funds this whole space station. It's from because, his company. You know, you can't live on a space station without money, and that is a fact. And he's going to come and check everything out. And that is a fact. That's <laughs> a fact. And see if he wants to keep this project going, right? So it's a very, I mean, very yeah, important visit. And right away, Xena makes a comment like, why is he coming to the space station? Like, don't you think he could just do that from Earth? It's kind of crazy. But there's a whole coup going on that we'll get into. And I don't remember what sparks this in Xenon's brain. If it's the fact that Mr. Wyndham's coming or she, quote, unquote, wants to understand her parents' research better. But she just decides to go into space. Oh, no. It's because... Why, why did she do that? Because of the solar flare. Yes, there's a solar oh, flare. Oh, a that's solar happening. flare. So Xenon's like, hey, y'all. Hey, 13-year-old friends. Let's all go watch the solar flare. And they're all like, yeah, cool. And then and Xenon takes it a step... Die. Yeah. Uh, Xenon takes it a step further because she's like, okay, well, we're not just going to like watch the solar flare through a window. That'd be stupid. I'm going to get into a 2001-style spacesuit and go outside of the space station to see the solar flare, um, which is one of the most dangerous things I've ever seen a child do in a Disney. And also, this scene was so long; it didn't need to be that long. It was like Xenon in space floating, <laughs> right, and then uh, cut I, to the friends, and then Xenon. No, but seriously, the dad and Xenon were looking back and forth for like twenty minutes. Like <laughs> it was so bad. I literally was. <laughs> I was like dead silent as all this was happening because I couldn't look away. But I think that scene was like seven minutes and it like did not need to be at all. Well, I think they were so like, have you seen when he sees Xenon, it's just like, of... <sighs> have you seen because there was no talking, just body. Oh, shooting stars. Have you guys seen um, the meme the... videos of shooting stars? Okay. Have I you? think so. It's like usually it's the song like I'm in love with the shooting stuff and it moves so fast. No, anyhow, yeah. and it's usually like a cat or a person. Oh, okay. I don't think I've like, seen that. It would have been fantastic if Xenon had been doing a shooting star meme. I realize it's like twenty years one, dude. Year, but I think no. I'm gonna make one. Yeah, I, I, thought, I think they were just, like, really impressed with their <laughs> special effects. The well, and also they were like, this scene's going to have no talking. You're just going to float in space. It's going to be all body language. And so, like I said, when, when the dad sees her, he's like. <sighs> <laughs> it was, I think this was the worst scene to me oh, in the whole Zenon. movie. Like, it, it, it was very much the worst scene, but also quite funny that I couldn't look away. Like, what a little troublemaker. All of us are like, there's no way. But to a kid, I bet when I was a kid, I was like, she's in space. Right. You know? So, okay, so I have a question. Have you guys seen the, movies pa- the movie Passengers? No. Yes, okay. we have seen that with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Really good. So we really liked that movie. I don't think a lot of people did, but we, we liked it. it. <laughs> but it's funny it because fine. we watched that relatively recently, like definitely during Shelter in Place. So when we were watching this scene, we were like, okay, Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where he goes out there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally so the we were same thing. Talking through the whole scene, so I didn't notice it being as awkwardly long. But now that you say that, they did shoot back and forth between Dad and Xenon like, Five or six. Go, I'm telling time. you, Emily, go back and watch it and see no. how long it was because it was bad. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Nah. <laughs> like, now nah, we good. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, dad reels her back in and 
She gets in trouble, but not nearly as much trouble as she should have gotten in. Like, they didn't even really punish her at all. Uh, Louis, let Louise rant right now about okay. the parents. Well, the dad, really. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I get so irritated as a father how they always make the dad be a bimbo bobo. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I, no wonder his daughter free. It, it, defies all orders and is always you know walking all over him with whatever he he says not to do she'll do because he doesn't have a damn spine <laughs> okay so i kind of said the same thing Luis, when i was like i was like getting a snack when this part was on and they were like punishing her and i was like wow they're making the mom seem like a bad guy and the dad seem like he's like the best friend and i looked at andre and i said this is why parents have to be on the same page when they're disciplining their children <laughs> and that's the truth I was like, oh. we don't have any children well if we do. i'm just mad that they always in 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 hollywood make a dad look like a dummy and right. everything you see he he's he's the he's he the, was like but that solar flare though <laughs> right he was nerding out just as hard Which, as, I, mean, as I get it but like there's a time and a place and i was like Ooh, yeah. oh yeah oh no if, if that was Adeline outside of over there I, she wouldn't have gotten a word out of me. I should be getting is my scold. The, just the scold. Luis, show us the scold. You don't want no, to. You don't want Dude, to see today, it. he did it so serious at Adeline that it was fun. It was so scary that I laughed. because. I <laughs> and then Adeline started laughing because I was laughing. And Luis uh -oh. was like, stop watching. There's a scold. <laughs> that is so like, funny. Ooh, dad scold. So the dad. Yeah, my dad scolded. My dad. Ooh, he was scary. Scary. Yes, my father was also terrified. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this dad. He, now they're not because we could beat them up. <laughs> they're walking with their canes. <laughs> uh, my dad could definitely still beat me up. Um, yeah, 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 he definitely dude, could. Dude, my dad would whoop me in no, no time. time. Oh my, my dad gosh. would kick my ass. He got a I bad knee. I, I, like I, I got a couple, ago, couple of his weeks since I got attacked. But, but yeah, he, he'd hurt Well, like turn off his AirPods. Oh, your AirPods are dead. No, I'm saying he got a bad knee. He jacked it up. Oh, oh bad knee. Yeah. Okay. Like, you don't have a bad knee. Knee strike. Yeah, that's true. Andre, Andre <laughs> pulled a muscle in his back. He was down for the count yesterday. Anyway, so. let's, let's move on. Um, maybe you shouldn't fight. The dad makes his mom, makes the mom uh, get put her stress helmet on. So that was, uh, you know. Dude, I literally was like, what is she putting on? Is she a wizard? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a Halloween costume, like fabric-y thing that she stuck on her head and it has yeah. like. The little tendrils around her face or whatever. Also. I want a stress helmet. I thought that was like a rain hat and I thought she was going out to the rain, but then I'm like, wait a minute, there's space. Rain <laughs> if you haven't like watched this on youtube this is probably a good episode too because our body language is ridiculous right now <laughs> um yeah so xenon doesn't really get punished we're just gonna we're just gonna uh swoop over that swoop um and then xenon kind of gets distracted because there's this contest where you have to make a it's like a craft. action figure yeah. craft uh, no, I think it's just any submission because didn't Raven Simone do an essay? Right, that's right. So it's okay. just like, gotta, why you want to win the contest. You gotta submit something about why you want to win this contest so you get to dance on stage with Protozoa at the concert, right? So she's doing that. Um, and then while she's doing this and she submits it, Mr. Windham comes on the space. Windham. 
and they they kind of scold her before they're like xenon you gotta be good don't do anything elon musk is coming to the spacex space station and then what is she doing nice what is she doing she's in the vents (laughs) trying to find some recyclable metals and stuff for her project like xenon get out of the vents she's very resourceful get out of the garbage chute i was very surprised at how resourceful they are i mean i guess that makes sense because their entire like existence is being resourceful right which I, I kind of actually really enjoy that, how later in the movie she talks about how they only eat what they can grow, which totally obviously makes yeah. sense, but I like that. Mm-hmm. So that's cool that she's super resourceful, but they very actively talk about, like, hanging out in the trash. They are dumpster divers. Yeah, straight up. Got to get the materials uh, in order to make your tiny little protozoa puppet or whatever yeah. it is that she made. The other day, it's funny that we're talking about dumpster divers because literally five days ago, Luis went dumpster diving and I let him know that that was a criminal offense. Uh, and he didn't believe me. What were you looking so for in there, I went Lou? and found California law, FYI, criminal offense. Dude, I just got a cardboard for my students now? so I can make them feel appreciated while they were driving through to get their cap and gown that they will never really wear. <laughs> have to remove the the old man negative shirt. You know, I think I think we can't have a criminal uh, blasted on people's chests. I think it's going to be old man felon. Old man felon. That's right. We got to we got to put the the prison jumpsuit on him in the in the picture. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just grumpy in prison. Nah, he he. We made a sign out of like a bunch of cardboard. And it actually turned out really cool. It said, like, congratulations to the class of 2020 and stuff. But definitely found it in the car. <laughs> well, that's cool. You guys got your 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 xenon on. <laughs> you were just as resourceful as her. <laughs> One man's junk is another man's treasure. Is that what the phrase is? Sure. Okay. Um, anyway, so uh, xenon, as she's, like, jumping out of the recycle chute, she runs into her parents giving a tour to Mr. Windham. And she literally is the most, yeah, huh? Windham. Windham. I thought she got out of the garbage can and bumped into the dude trying to hack into the memory. I think that's a little late. I think that was the second time. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. Okay, the point is, uh, that was the second time, Emily. You're right. That was the second time. So she gets out of the garbage thing, and it's her parents are there, and they're giving a tour, and her parents have, like, the most worried look on their face they're like oh god here comes Zena. what's our daughter gonna oh, say no but you know she's very very fake and happy and they eat it up right like, oh yeah she's the it's the most politician <laughs> speech i've ever I seen i love living on the space station it's great it's it's creative opportunities already girl. oh my god love you You're my best friend yeah. yeah that's about it um and it's fine and uh, rude and then it's bad a- about us michelle I no know. i'm just saying okay <laughs> anyways um so it's it's it works because they're like who is that nice young girl and they're like that's our daughter and it's all fine um until she gets kind of a weird look from the assistant well Mr. I, I, think, Lutz. I think she gets a weird look from both of them yeah they Wyndham, Wyndham does his sure. his ultra creepy wink thing <laughs> 13 year old girl and then he uh and then Lutz He's just kind of like stalking around. Yeah, he's like he reminds me of Randall from from Monsters Inc. Mm. Oh, oh Randall. Sneaky, Randall skinny, Randall. little sleazy sleaze ball. <laughs> sleazy sleaze ball. The name of the guy who does his voice. Like um, Randall. Yeah, it's the guy with the eyes. Um, 
Yeah, the guy with the eyes. <laughs> no, I have to look it up. Keep talking. Anyways, right. uh, so Xenon is like, I got a weird vibe from them. Like, she tells Nebula, she got a weird vibe from them. And they're like, uh, well, you know, whatever. Just Steve Buscemi. There you go. I like that guy. Yeah. It's funny, though, because every other person is 100% won over by Mr. Wyndham. Because yeah, because he knows, like, everything about yeah. them, and he has all this knowledge, and that's why at first I thought he was an alien. <laughs> oh, I thought he was a robot. I Wait, thought he was, this was, like, when you thought he was a robot? robot? I thought he was an alien. What'd you say, Lou? Was this when you were a girl? You thought he was an alien? No, upon this or- viewing. <laughs> Two days ago, when we watched this movie. Okay. <laughs> when I watched it, I, I thought mean, it, it is was, a like, programmed movie. or something. Like, yeah, that makes sense. It, and he was like... <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Like R two D two, and then like Lutz was actually the mastermind, and then that Mister Wyndham was just a robot that he was using. I was kind of thinking that as well. That makes sense. Um, but it's okay. So Xenon's distracted stop. Stop. because they're announcing who won the contest to dance with Protozoa, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, Xenon Carr has won. She did it. Zetus Lapidus. Zetus Lapidus. Uh, super I thought cool her name was Xenon the Car. Xenon Zakar? Yeah. I think it's just Xenon Car. Yeah, just Car. Isn't um, Zakar the guy from uh, the. It's a planet from Guardians Avengers? of the Galaxy, isn't it? Zakar. Zakar. Uh, Ravager's main dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, so Xenon wins the, the contest. So, Protozoa is coming up in like the next month, I believe. Um, to come do the yeah. do the rock concert. And I don't remember why, but you know, Xenon's in the shoots again after this. And when she pops out of the shoot, she runs in to Mr. Lutz and he's trying to break into the main memory bank. You know, it says it in nice big bold letters so everyone can see. Main memory bank. Mm-hmm. Don't break in here. Restricted class level four. Class four okay. restricted area. Okay. Um so she's like, what's up, Mr. <laughs> she, she is a good sweet talker, though. She basically, like, sweet talks her way out of the situation and makes him walk her back to her room because it's so dark and scary. It's like the know? middle of the night. It's like the middle of the night. Homeboy is getting his creep You know, it's dark and scary in space all the time. So, you know, Xenon, calm down. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess it's always nighttime up there. And so then she keeps telling Nebula, too, like, I think he's up to something. And she's like, please leave it alone. Because he said he's going to refund the project. He's going to give us $5 million, right? $500 million. $500 million. Wow, that's a big difference, Michelle. $5 million okay. in the space station. Um, but she doesn't listen, and she finds her friend to get the codes again, right? Uh, yeah, the little dude. I don't remember his name. But anyway, she's going to get the codes, and she's going to break into the restricted area. And Mr. Lutz has, like, this little CD disc. Is that how CDs used to look? They were so tiny like that? Well, no. More <laughs> like a memory chippy ton of disc. Yeah. You know what it really looks like is one of those batteries. What's that battery? Yes, it looks like a watch battery. Yard 2022. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it does look like that. Which is almost and definitely he, what the prop um, was. He basically puts it in the main memory bank and clicks some buttons and then takes the disc and... Which is like a CD-ROM. Yes. Yeah, and then like puts it in his pocket, but like we don't know what he's doing, right? And so Xenon gets out and she tries to figure out the code because she wrote it on her hand, but it's smudge. And that should be your cue, Xenon, to dip out if you don't remember the code on your hand because it's smudge everywhere. The code was to yeah. get out. Like she broke in beforehand 
and the code was to to let her out of the main memory bank. But I she had sat in that memory bank until morning, till somebody opened it. But I think they, like, they opened it right then. I guess they had suspected. No, she some... set it off because she typed oh, in the wrong code. Right. She put it in That's wrong. right. Yeah, and she, she is in trouble. Right? Yeah, sorry. I should and so you know, now her parents are like both very mad, and their punishment apparently meets the crime, and she is getting. Earth. She's getting grounded. Grounded. Yeah. Sent back to Earth to live with her aunt Judy. But hang on, let's go back. I one... don't remember Xenon going to Earth. Let's go back one second because while Lutz was executing his masterful plan of, oh, yeah. of downloading data onto this little disc, he takes it, he leaves the main memory bank, and then he goes to slip it into his shirt pocket and just completely misses, drops the a disc on the ground and walks away. Like the the biggest idiot I've ever seen. Gotta in my love life. <laughs> You came up to space to carry out this mission and it failed because you didn't put the thing in all the way in your pocket. Goodness gracious, man. Well, I don't know so much if that he, I don't think he needed it really anymore. I mean, it's important to it like, like clean evidence. Up the evidence, right? The evidence, but like he planted what he needed virus. to plant. That's true. So he's just a really bad cover up man. Yeah. 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 He definitely could have got himself caught. But I totally agree with, with you. That like, you had one job, brah. You had yeah. one job. And so since Xenon's leaving, um, Nebula decides to make Xenon a gift, and she finds the disc on the ground, and it's pretty and shiny, right? So she makes her an earring out of it, which is just hilarious. Decoms, where do you come up with these ideas, man? It's Here's the best. one earring for you. One earring, <laughs> just one earring, Xenon. Here you go. And Dude, she was the precursor to one eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this next part, all of it is a stretch because now that I know more about space, Xenon would never be able to go down to Earth that quickly without some muscle training. Like, girl, your muscles are so not atrophied. Thank you. That's the word. Not ready for Earth. So when she's on Earth and she's like, oh. Uh, uh, I'm like, nah, you wouldn't even be able to do that. Well, actually, I mean, I guess, so they have the artifact. She's been there, like, most of her life. You're right. She's been there for, since she was, like, four or something like that. Like, five, I think. Yeah. But whatever. She, they, they have artificial gravity on, on this space Apparently. station. Um, because the space station is rotating and, and the, in a similar fashion that, that yeah. the Earth does. So there is gravity on it. Um, so I guess, and they, they presumably have uh, their stationary bikes that she mentions a little bit later. Um, so they do get regular exercise. Yeah. It's just that gravity, real gravity, is definitely different on Earth than it would be compared to their artificial. Well, and they said something about it being like it adds 20 pounds to you or something. Right, yeah. You'll feel 30 pounds heavier on Earth than you do. Which I will tell you that 30 pounds makes a huge difference because when you're pregnant and then you're automatically not pregnant anymore, it's like... (laughs) (laughs) You're like, wow, wow, movement in my body. I'm jumping 10 feet in the air. Like, let me... (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, so... It's just, it's just funny. They, they probably told her like, make yourself look like you can't move, and she's like, ugh, 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 <laughs> carrying her bags and stuff. Some masterful acting. Happening. And then, and then she straight up tells Wyndham before she leaves. She's like, heck, I'm mad. She's like, you may fool everybody else, but you don't fool me. And he just storms off, which I think is hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, <his> freaking wings. <laughs> disgusting. He almost like was like just looking at her like. Who do you think you are? Like, didn't even acknowledge her. Like, you're just some 13-year-old supernova girl. 
Yeah. So I think now would be a good time to, I guess, should we tell them what Lindham's plan is now? I mean, yeah. I, well, I hope that you watched this in 99. <laughs> in case you forgot, Wyndham's plan is to blow up the space, the, the space station so he can collect the insurance money. Which is straight up nuts. Like, it's the most evil thing. <laughs> yeah, Audrey was like, dude, of. he is a villain. There are at least hundreds, if not thousands of people on this space station that yeah. is currently in its... 27th year of running and he collecting research and data. He needs that insurance money, I guess. Uh, he's desperate if he needs that money. I, I guess so. Like, I, they made I'm, it sound that way. So they, they, which I think is fantastic, okay? I'm just going to skip ahead to this part because yes. I was like, what kind of teenager is looking up company annual reports, okay? <laughs> I didn't even know what an annual report was until I was like about to graduate college, right. okay? And yeah, anywho. So they're, they're looking and how they figure out that this is his plan is they go onto the company's annual report summary. They're looking at all the spreadsheets. They're looking at the spreadsheets and seeing that they're having all of these like capital losses. And she figures out that because he just promised what, $500 million mm -hmm. to yeah. continue the research and like help fix whatever issues are going on at the space station, he must then be wanting to do something to sabotage the space station Nefarious. because he is losing money. Makes sense. That is literally, like, so bad. You know, 13-year-old girl figuring things out. You go, Xenon. It's, it's, it's really ridiculous because... <laughs> like when your restaurant's losing money and you burn it down. I exactly. Mean, I, you do, what happened to that gas station down the street from where you guys live? Oh, but, yeah. But the, thing, but the yeah. thing is, with, with, a, with an insurance scam like that, where you're burning down your own gas station or whatever, you can do that at night when everybody's gone. What you can't do with a space station that's in space and full of thousands of people is that they're all still just going to be up there. Yeah, it, it, he even could have done like a let's pull everybody off so we can do some external maintenance or whatever. Like, nah, let's just let's just blow the whole thing up and kill everybody. Well, and let's, the best part destroy was all the they, children that live up on the space station. Well, and like the masterful plan was that he went up there. He 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 went mm -hmm, personally. He explained the virus that he was going to give all of this money, mm -hmm. hype everybody up. You're going to be refunded. Blah What's blah up, blah. Y and then he's going to take a superstar and send them up into space. Right. Have this once in a lifetime rock concert mm -hmm. and blow it up while he's on it. <laughs> like, That's the world? <laughs> okay, Dr. Evil. Why or how could he ever be connected if he had done that? Yeah. It's it's a it's a basically a, a foolproof it's plan. Foolproof plan. <laughs> I mean minus wow. Lutz. The Klutz. The yeah, yeah Lutz but, the Klutz. But Lutz unfortunately tells Windham that he lost the chip he like lost the evidence and he knows that xenon has it but xenon doesn't at this point so xenon meets up with aunt judy i love aunt judy she's pretty great she is great she's my spirit animal she like loves xenon because she thinks xenon's so brave and she's scared of everything she like doesn't want to have a relationship and all this stuff and it's so great and while married aunt judy gonna take her to a restaurant on the first day you go aunt judy the cutest thing is she's like, there's like hamburgers and fries and hot dogs. Like, do you eat this? And Xenon is like, no, I don't. I All of my food is um, ethically sustained <laughs> and, and processed and, processed and, and grown. Ethically so, sustained, I dig it. <laughs> it. It's ridiculous. So while they're at the restaurant, we're introduced 
to I yes, oh, eventually going to be her friend. It's cute know. boy Greg. It's mean girl Melanie. It's uh, who's the other kid that's there? I don't know. It's a uh, uh, X-ray. The nerdy black guy and the nerdy white guy. Nerdy. nerdy black guy and then bad bangs uh <laughs> 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 those, those are the friends <laughs> that she has bad on um, earth yeah and you know mean melanie is already being mean because greg is kind of looking greg <laughs> is like looking at xenon like "Ooh, who's that tall glass of water you know from space he looks at her creepily from the moment creepily. he sees her like yeah like 13 year old boys do man have you seen a 13 year old boy check out a girl it's nasty <laughs> i've seen it at work okay it's nasty uh, turns out adults do that same exact look. You they know? do do that same exact look. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's not that look. It's more like. <laughs> <laughs> Dougie's trying to make his way. Over. Okay, I will say then that my look was much better than your look. <laughs> right. <clears throat> you did the thirteen-year-old girl. I did the thirteen-year-old boy. Um, oh, okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so she starts making making her new friends. Um, Melanie is put off by her because she thinks she's going to steal her, her non boyfriend non Greg, Greg um, <laughs> which, which she totally does. Uh, Greg sets up a little date for Xenon uh, eventually after they, they go, there's like a whole bunch of haji podgy middle part, which is cute but not worth repeating. Yeah, right. they just Watch go to school and you know, whatever. So, Greg uh, asks if he can take Xenon to dinner. And Aunt Judy's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and I love that, like, after their date and all of this, and it's, like, raining, and they try to kiss, and it's bad or whatever, that Aunt Judy opens the door, and she's like, wow, you're doing three days on Earth, and you're doing so much better than me. <laughs> like, Aunt Judy is freaking hilarious, Aunt dude. Like, oh, my God. Is well, it's really funny because I – you guys know I have, like – well, let's not put it on. Okay. Let's not make it official online. <laughs> but I have one aunt that I love beyond measure. Right. Her name is Aunt Judy. Oh, <laughs> okay. really? And Aunt Judy is not even my aunt. What is she like? My great great aunt yeah. or something? She's my great great aunt. Oh, and okay. Aunt Judy, okay, is also Adeline's favorite because Aunt Judy's the business. I so love when, it. When this Aunt Judy came on screen, she was like, oh, and Judy? <laughs> oh, my so gosh. Funny. That is so That's cute. So and I was like, yes, Aunt Judy. And she's like, oh. Not Aunt Judy. No. Not Aunt <laughs> That's not the Aunt Judy I wanted. Right. Oh, my gosh. But I agree, Michelle. This lady was hilarious. I really liked her. She was, okay. like, the good amount of, I don't want to say dumb, because she wasn't dumb. But she was no. a good amount of, like, fluttery and flitzy. Sure. No. So, like, you could tell she really cared about Xenon and loved mm -hmm. her family. She was just afraid of things, so she wasn't going to go up to space or yeah. travel. To visit, she's like, no. Nah. I'm okay. And yeah. I feel really bad for her because I think she was abandoned. Like, yeah. her yeah. entire Xenon family was like, why sleep. do you like Earth? And she's like, oh, it's great. You know, it's the beauty of it. it as Xenon, like, sneezes. She's like, Pfft. Right. She's experiencing a rain for the first time, and she can't swim because she's never been in water. And <laughs> they definitely made sneezing sound much worse than it is. But I guess if you had never known what a sneeze was, it sounds kind of scary. Like, yeah, it is like a violent oh. eruption from your face, I suppose. You're like, whoa, whoa. But it's welcome normal. to the valley, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving my dog a foot massage. You ever right heard now. of allergies he before it. Xenon? 
Um, Allergies? Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, Go so, yeah. Central Valley of California and you can learn all about it. <laughs> is that what our accent is? Also, <laughs> also on their date, he like introduces her to a horse and she's like terrified of oh, it, yeah. right? And Andre was like, nays before bays. Nays before bays, nays, right there. Nays before bays, it's right all, there. It's always there. <laughs> right there. She's like, he's got to stay in his little box, right? Like, I thought you weren't scared. Um, anyway, so at this point, um, now that she's friends with Greg, we find out that Greg is like really good at hacking into stuff. And he's the one who hacks into Wyndham's like database without breaking a sweat. On the 2049 school computers, yeah. which are like uh, Windows 95 PCs. <laughs> and then they find it out like really, really fast. And he's like, well, what did you do? Why did Lux look at you that way? She's like, well, I turned like this. And he was like, were you wearing that earring? And she was like, see, this is a penis. It was a disc. And I was like, wow, they figured that out, like, so, so quick, right? Yeah, very convenient. Which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> well, and then the nerdy kid comes out here, and he's, like, uber hacker, too. And they're like, oh, yeah. I'm just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel bad because he figured out what it was, that it's a virus, but his poor computer, like. Oh, yeah, it exploded. Smoked, <laughs> the dust, and he comes to school the next day. He's like. It's a virus for <laughs> my computer that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I, I also like all their, their chunky iPads that they, they carry around oh. with each other. That's why they all have, like, those bags slung across their shoulders is to carry this five-pound iPad that uh, <laughs> that allows them to call people. It's um, so good. Hilarious. Um, basically, uh, they figure it out. And then that hacker dude is so good. He's like, but it's okay. I put on this disc, like, how to reverse the virus. So, like, here you go. We're good. We're good. <laughs> We're good. Uh, but, you know, the only way you can reverse the virus is to put it back in the main data bank on the ship. On the space station. So, we yeah. got to go back to we space. We got to go back. Uh, let's call Nebula. There's a ship that leaves, like, right now. Um, so get in. And then this is where they have that whole scene with Melanie and Greg where she's like, oh, Xenon's leaving. Goodbye. And he's like, I will never be your boyfriend. <laughs> I never was. I never will be. And this is just where DCOMs are so good, right? They're so dramatic. And I think even at one point, Xenon says something about like, oh my gosh, I'm 13. And I'm like, uh-huh, daddy, I love him. Like, I right. said out loud, <laughs> but daddy, I love him. <laughs> so did I. So did I. And I was like, maybe this is why I like Xenon. Like, I don't know. <laughs> instead of instead of the ocean it's space it's fine it's whatever um i really okay, like it's the next frontier michelle it's the same thing yeah, it's the same thing right i really like that they're that they have to take this like self-driving car they steal one of the kids parents cars oh my god isn't to, it like a pt cruiser or it's, something it's a, it's bug. a bug. bug oh it's a bug it's, it's a Volkswagen beetle. beetle yeah but in their defense in 1999 those cars were legit everybody okay. wanted one of those i would like to remind you that emily had one takes place in 2049 my mom has had <laughs> i'd like yeah i'd like to remind you that was my favorite car i've ever had yeah. <laughs> my mom had the electric blue and then when that one bit the dust she got the yellow one which she still has by the way and loves Love. I just love that in 2049, all the Teslas are VW Bugs. That's that's the the most amazing part. And, 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 in, and in 2020, VW Bugs got uh, oh, discontinued. Yeah, they make that car <laughs> in like 2019 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. more bugs. I know my mom has like a classic car now. She better never get rid of it. Yeah. Um, so they they tell put, her that at 100,000 miles, those transmissions go kaputy. Right. Yeah, they do. They're not, they're not a well put together car, but are they cute? Sure. Yes. Very cute. Yellow Very cute. Yellow. You just don't know what slug bug yellow is. Uh, ow. She hit Sorry. me right in my the new bug. Um, 
So yeah, so they take the they take the car back to a place where they can get on a ship to get back up to the ship station. It's also the same place where Protozoa and Microbe, the band, are gonna be getting on their ships to go up to the space station. So they um, have the brilliant idea of like, well, if this this space this space shuttle left, you just gotta go get on microbes, right? And Xenon, they're crazy. They just like get in the car, they go up to the security guard, and they're like, You're Xenon car, we have to detain you. And she's like, Bye. And, and like, why do they tell her too? Well, we have, we're on authority to detain you. And he's like, Like prison? <laughs> well, yeah, we have to take you right to Mr. Schmitty. No security guard would ever say that. Also, if they took her to win him, he probably would have killed her. Like, not gonna lie. I mean, don't you think he's, he's straight up evil, ready to kill all kinds of people, as I've mentioned before. Um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, this this movie really it really lives in a pre nine eleven security version yeah, of twenty forty nine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> where they just blast through the gate. <laughs> There's no, they don't even have those those tire stopping thingies. And also, the security guards are dumb. So she goes up to Protozoa and is like, "Hi, I'm Xenon Car. I'm the winner." You know, I'm here on Earth. I need to get back to space. And he's like, okay, I'll put you on my ship. Let's go, left. And they're like, no, we need to detain her. And he's like, try me, right? Because he, <laughs> um, no, he's like, protozoa. protozoa. Let me talk to you, love. <laughs> he's like, do you want to be a security guard? Or do you want to oh. be a rock star? And the security guard's like, yeah, rock star! <laughs> that was so Let's go, was Rock star! <laughs> and Xenon gets on the ship. But so does Aunt Judy because she's trying to look for Xenon and she runs in to uh, to freaking wind him it's in. It's Windham and Lutz. And she's like, what did you do to my niece, basically? And she's like, what's your he problem? She definitely grows some and is like. Yeah. yeah. She tells them off. But then they all get on the shuttle because they realize Xenon is on it, right? Um, and they like trap Lutz and wind him like in the cargo stuff in the back. Uh-huh. And Aunt, Aunt Judy and Xenon get off and they're like. Okay, immediately Aunt Judy's living her best life, okay? She runs into the freaking ship general and is like, hello. Living, living my, my best, best life. life. <laughs> we also have to say that this entire time while Xenon has been trying to get back up to the space station, the space station has been malfunctioning because yeah, of the virus. because of the virus. So it, it, it is all hitting the well, fan And then right it's now. like really bad when she calls her parents and is like, the space station's going to break down. And they're like, nah, everything's fine and dandy. And then they're like, how did she know it's breaking down? She really <laughs> wants to get back to the space station so bad. I was like, oh, you guys are idiots. You didn't want to take just one further jump in logic and say that she was maybe right or <laughs> maybe invest- or even just like ask her like well how do you know that right. like it's like okay yeah. if you look in the main memory bank it should there should be a, a virus implanted in there if you guys want to you know take yeah a but they like wouldn't even listen to her so you know whatever yeah um it's fine she gets there and she what what happens after this um, emily you just recently watched this what happens i think that she has yoda on her shirt or the child. <laughs> it's the child. Yes, it's the child. I think oh. Luis thought there was like a potato sack or something because oh his whole face was covered. <laughs> oh, with my hair? Yeah, this is the child. Yeah, he's definitely wearing a potato sack. Speaking you. of, when, when they got stuck in the cargo hold, I thought of the Mandalorian because isn't that where he keeps getting stuck away? Yeah. Like, yes. traveling? Yeah. Anywho. Um, so at this point, 
the ship is like 100% malfunctioning. Right. It's going to shut down in like two minutes or something. Yeah. And you hear like a, you know, we're shutting down where or it, they get like an over, what do you call that? Like an overcom announcement. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the ship has flatlined. And Lutz and, and Wyndham are so mad. They were like, we weren't supposed to be on the ship when it exploded. So they go out there and they're like, we need an immediate ship to leave right now. And they're like, yeah, freaking right. We have to like <laughs> rest these fuel cells and all this stuff and gas up, you know? So that that's just ri- ridiculous. They it, it would be kind of been funny if they were on the ship when it exploded. That's karma for you. <laughs> with, with all those other thousand people. Yeah. So long story short, um, you know, she gets locked in the the captain's office and this and that. Nebula comes and saves them, and then she finally gets the chip that nerdy boy put the antivirus on and she gets it into the main memory bank and she's putting in the codes. I just wish we would have known what the code was. Cause that was the only part that made zero sense that like she puts the disc into the computer and then mm-hmm. the computer's like password. And she's like typing it in and it's like, not correct. Password, right. error, password, incorrect. And then finally at the last second, the last second, she gets it right. She gets it right. And I'm like, I'm like, what was it? I love protozoa. Like, cause the guy really liked <laughs> Why micro. couldn't he remember the it password? Xenon, this is important. She's just making a bunch of typos the, the times before. It's like, if you don't spell this right, we are all going to blow up. Let's I know go. you're 13, but get it th- together. <laughs> Come on. Like Patty trying to clean up and she's actually playing as she's cleaning up. <laughs> And then the best part of the movie happens after this. So since Protozoa and Microbe are already there, they're like, hey, baby, uh, shout out to Xenon. Hey, baby. Let's do this concert. She just say, she just say this whole Space Nation for blowing up. So we're going to dedicate this next song to her. It's called Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Actually, we're going to dedicate it to her dedicating it to her love a boy Greg, yes. who's on the little <laughs> <laughs> and they use like every single time on that where he's like <laughs> just like I'm enjoying hey. music. <laughs> like I at least wanted to see him like uh yeah, no. He they just use a like just him smiling. He's so boring. But Emily, spoiler <laughs> alert, we watched a clip from Xenon the sequel, and like the very first scene is Xenon being like, Oh, Greg broke up with me. And I'm like, yeah, no crap. You guys never even kissed and you live <laughs> like thousands of miles away. They had to, they had to cut, they had to write Greg out. You know? They had to write Greg out. definitely the most interesting, you know, girl he's ever going to get. And right. also they like recast Nebula. I'm pretty sure. They did. Like not even, it's and, not Raven. It's like a different girl. She had already booked that so Raven by that point. You know, she's too busy. Too busy. For Xenon. Uh, anyway, so yeah, they still have the best part, which is zoom, 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 zoom. zoom. Um, Mahago, yeah. boom, boom. Uh, in a planetary megasonic hydrostatic, there's no there's gravity. no gravity between us. A love is automatic. Hey, that song holds up still. Somebody Yo. was just having the best time writing the lyrics for this song. They were like, "Let's write every space gravity, word in there." <laughs> gravity, interstellar, hydrostatic, hyperspace, hyperspace, light speed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, oh, and lots of them, they got arrested on, on the ship and whatnot. And uh, You know what, though? Here's the thing about that song. It's so 90s. Right. Oh, yeah. So I'm not even going to pretend like I don't like it. I like it. I like I 90s don't music. Like it. it definitely reminds me of something that I would have been beat bopping to <laughs> at that time. For 
Sure, that was like some 98 degree stuff going on there. I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's the thing boom, about this movie. Boom, boom, is that Supernova it's, girl. It's intensely 90s. Like, it's set in the future, but everything about it, all, all, every word that comes out of Xenon's mouth <laughs> is directly from the 90s. It, it's, well, yeah, it's, it's 90s. I hate, like, as much as I don't like her extra, like, major and minor and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I thought it was I funny. extra don't like the people on earth who are like mondo super alpha it's viral mondo yeah (laughs) alpha major yeah their lingo is worse right i like space lingo better space lingo space lingo is much better than 2049 teenager lingo yeah yeah you know our lingo ain't great here now too i always say i ship that and i'm like dang it i got this from those dang millennials <laughs> with you <laughs> i'm yeah. not a millennial you are a millennial okay i got you it from those gen z's from those gen z's <laughs> and actually i think gen xenons i think it was the millennials when we were younger who came up with with relationship and shipping and, and all of that stuff oh, okay yeah. well it was don't, us. don't give it credit to them young i will say though that Luis doesn't usually get on that train but he definitely will talk about when someone's eyebrows are on fleek mm. oh <laughs> when we talk about fleekiness of eyebrows fleek. <laughs> like, Ooh, her eyebrows are on fleek. well uh, remember, remember when he told you that your eyebrows were on fleek the day before your wedding yeah he did <laughs> i was like thank you but he wasn't talking about your eyebrows he said it was my eyelashes no he said your eyebrows were on fleek but he was talking about your eyelashes yeah, yeah, yeah. which made it even better a good observation out they were on fleek just saying they they were good (laughs) anyways this movie thumbs up dude i i like i liked it so much yeah well and and like we said earlier in as much as i didn't like smart house the second time around i mean i tried to like it and there's some nostalgic value there like this one was actually a good movie like i enjoyed it and it held up like It held up. Like, the writing wasn't terrible. Like, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the storyline was pretty good. Like, you could make a modern-day movie about that and about some people having to go up and save a space station from blowing up and, like... Passengers. It, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's passengers. Like, it, it's, it's still... passengers and gravity yeah. and, um... It still holds up. Like, it's good. You know, the thing about space is it's always going to be there, so those movies are going to keep coming. That's true. (laughs) Smart House, no, it didn't hold up. But this one, I think it held up. Johnny Tsunami, that still held up for me. That was was good. Are those the only three we've done so far? I I believe so, yes. So, um, there's not really any money or anything to be said, but is there, like, ratings? Like, what Um, is the consensus about Xenon? Yeah, there's... I would say it's pretty popular. There is a Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie, but that is that is purely because there are um, audience views. Yeah. Um, so right now, this has an audience score oh. of 62%. Um, that's based on 7,000 user ratings. There's no general consensus. But um, I, think, I think people at the time that this came out generally enjoyed it, but it, it's hard to tell. It's a, it's a TV movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the reception thing it just directs you right back to Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so who knows? Yeah, it, it, is, it is a TV movie that came out in the 90s. But it will, we can say that this one was the first one to garner sequels. So the executives at Disney liked the idea enough to, to keep it going. It also says Walt Disney Home Video released it on VHS in September of 2000. And I don't really think they, I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they really did that for Disney Channel original movies. So I would it's assume been not. Popular. Yeah. Um, also, I, I did read that 
it was a failed TV pilot for a proposed television series. So they, I, I think the reason that they had so much material for sequels was because they were originally going to make this as a TV show. Oh. But, uh, you know, it get be, being made into three movies, that seems like a, a pretty good deal to me, you know? Interesting. Especially for It was Kirsten filmed Storms. in Vancouver. Um yeah, so that that's it. There's no there's no money because uh it came out on, on TV. I don't know what, what Disney is reaping the profits on for, for Xenon. All right, well let's let's give it our ratings. Um Louise, I'm gonna start with you. What would you give Xenon? I'd give it a seven because I didn't hate anybody on it and I didn't hate the movie. Good. Yeah, I like that. Do you think she was the girl of the 21st century? No. She was the troublemaker of the 21st century. No, she was good. my kid. I would have... Louise and I looked at each other multiple times like, oh, heck, she getting into some real trouble. Not just kind of trouble. That's like real trouble. Yeah, she was doing the most. Like the yeah. life-threatening trouble. In, in my notes, I kept describing her as Harry Potter. But the the thing about Harry Potter getting all into all the trouble that he gets into is that he has his, to. his his parents are are gone and his guardians don't care about him. So it, it's it's very interesting yeah. seeing these parents come down super hard on her because they they they're there and they and they can and it. Uh, I mean, it it just gets her sent away from Hogwarts basically, right? She just has to but go. <laughs> like she has things to lose and doesn't seem to care. Right. Harry doesn't really have things to lose, and he's just trying to find answers most of the time. Right. He's at yeah. not die. bottom. You know, I'm yeah. gonna just climb my way Zenon, up. Zenon needed some discipline, but her parents were too into their work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. that. Well, Luis, I'm happy that you liked it. Andre, you could go next. What are you gonna give this movie? I will give this movie a because, but remember too that this is like a DCOM score. It's not right. like a regular movie score, so it's probably higher. Yes, we're talking about DCOM stuff. Yes. yes, I think in terms of the Disney Channel original movies, I'm going to give this movie an eight. It was um, Dougie, sorry, Dougie did not agree, but um, I, it was perfectly enjoyable. Um. As much as the uh, performances maybe weren't uh, top notch, stellar, the, the the plot was fun, and I I I really liked watching all of the the nineties future technology. That was that was <laughs> the best part of this. Uh, between the holograms and the AirPods and the and the and the chunky chunky iPads, <laughs> I was having a blast watching this. So yeah, eight. Very good. Okay, so in 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 terms of decoms. We did Descendants, didn't we? Oh, yeah, that's right. We did that. Oh, yeah. Okay, this movie was way better than Descendants, in do, my opinion. Did we do High School Musical, too? We oh, didn't do oh, High School Musical. I made you watch oh, it. Oh, that's right. Um, This was, like, really oh, good no, for DCOM. Like, I want to watch the sequels, which is kind of crazy. So I'm giving this a nine. I think this is high up there on my DCOM list. Like, granted, we still need to watch quite a few more. But in terms of, like, the ones we've watched so far... Like, this one tops them, in my opinion. So I may give it a nine. It's a really good decom movie. I think it still holds up 21 years later. It's still really fun. I'll probably show it to my kids. I don't think I'll show my kids, like, Descendants, unless they want to watch it. You know what I mean? But I like this one. I'm going to give it a nine. Emily. Oh. I, too, will give it a nine for decom. <clears throat> I liked it a lot. I think that even though she was getting in trouble – she wasn't that bad. And now that I actually have kids, like you just said, 
like I think about the descendants and like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff you have to talk to your kids about. Maybe not, maybe I'm overreacting, but I feel like there's stuff where I'd be like, really don't do that. Like really yeah. don't say that. That's really not how things are. Right. This is yeah. like, she, you see why she's getting in trouble? Do you see why she's getting grounded? Like you can explain it a little bit better. Yeah. And honestly, that Zoom, Zoom, Zoom song, it took it up, up, up for me. That's like, a That's a killer. Right hey, Andre, Yo. it's got a bop. It's this it's movie. A- it's bop approved, okay? It's got a 100% bop in there. It's boptacular. Zoom, the app that we're using to record this on right now, should adopt this song and use it in their ads. That's zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go, go boom, boom, Supernova app, app, app. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> make, your moodings, make your moodings go boom, boom, boom. <laughs> make your meetings go boom, boom. <laughs> yes. I love it. Well, You're I'm welcome, gonna- Zoom. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy we decided to watch it. So it was kind of a spur of the moment for us listeners. We were like, what are we going to do to end out this month? I was throwing a decom. And- I do have to throw it out there, though, that listener Claire, her mm-hmm. name is um, Love Claire Bear, always on Instagram. She has suggested this multiple times to oh. me in person, but also. Claire, thank um, you. Yeah, so thank you, Claire. Um, I very much was like, I don't know, like you, Michelle, uh, but. Yeah, because I was so excited about Smart House and it let me down. And that's why I was like, I I needed some time off, you know, I needed. And I even quoted, I misquoted you to her, Andre. I said that you had watched this and you didn't like it rewatching it. I thought that you had said that. No. No. Was there a different Disney Channel original movie that you had watched and didn't like? I mean, I guess Smart House, but I in my in my brain no, right you now, liked I, that one, I still like Smart House. Yeah. So I don't I don't No, think... I thought that you had said you watched something and were like, "Oh no, that didn't hold up." But um, I think it was me that said that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. In regards to Smart House. But Xenon <laughs> You are legit. I like you. I might watch the sequel in Z3 and just see how it goes. I don't know. I'm in quarantine. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I'm trying to see, trying to see those data pads get uh, less chunky over time. You oh, know? my gosh. <laughs> get a little more smooth. Um, Love it. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening to uh, this Xenon episode. Next week. Next month. Next month. Well, it, it's next week still, technically. Um, <laughs> we are gonna, next weekend month. We are going to jump in to a different style of movies that we have gone to before. Yeah, we've done every summer. Yes, we are oh, going. Well, how, does, how does the song go? Song? Like the intro song for this company of movies. That's what I think. We're doing it right, Lou. Uh, <laughs> we are jumping back into our Summer of Heroes. What song was I singing then? You were singing the beginning part of that song. It, it led oh. into exactly what we started singing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We were both right. We were, we were all Luis, right. Luis, you don't know what you're doing, okay? <laughs> so, next I don't know why Luis Luis is going to break his back right now. He's literally... <laughs> <laughs> That was yes, perfectly fine. Guys, My spine was straight. We're going back into our Summer of Heroes, which is some of our favorite every year. And if you're a new listener, um, just know that the way this podcast and journey kind of started is that us four decided we were going to watch every single Marvel movie the year before leading up to Infinity War. And we oh. did it. We That's decided right. this when we were driving on the way to Disneyland. It was when Dr. Oh. Strange was going to come out. 
Right. Okay, when Doctor Strange was coming. Yes, we did do this on the way to Disneyland, Lou. But also, we did watch all those movies. <laughs> yes, you're right, Doctor Strange. In order, together. Oh, In yes. order, literally together, long time. physically, every single movie. What a world, right? Ah, what a world the we past. lived in. <laughs> um, so, yes, um, if you have- I'll write a history book about us. <laughs> if you want to do the same thing we did, Go for it. You got all summer, okay? But you don't have to. That's not what we're doing right now. No, we're Next not. week, yeah. we are going to be watching the 2015 Marvel film, Avengers, Age of Ultron. Yes. So, so, so far, <laughs> and go back and listen to our previous content. I want to say Avengers this is my movie. favorite Avengers movie. You think so? I think it's mine, too, but I, you know, there's like so many. Like, an Avengers movie. movie. Mm -hmm. We did the original Avengers, and we've done Infinity War. Correct. And we're going to wrap up some Avengers movies this month. But we're starting with Age of Ultron, which is a good one. Um, I'm excited. I love Marvel movies. Um, I hope you guys do too and listen along with us because this is the first summer that Andre and I will not be at Disneyland for Summer of Heroes. So, oh, well, yeah, no one, no one's there. Uh, <laughs> no shout one's out, there. shout out to everyone on Earth. Shout out to the Rona. Not being at not about you, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> about everybody. Okay. We have made the, 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 the hard decision to not go to Disneyland this summer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not by choice, but by necessity. Thank you for respecting our decision. Um, no. So, yeah. <laughs> Join us next week as we watch uh, the second Avengers movie, Avengers Age, Age of, of Ultron. Ultron. Um, and in the meantime, between now and then, go to our bonfire link. Check out our Woo! new merch that's in the store. Go to I'm about to hit it up right now. Go to at the Wild Vault Pod on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Go there, see the designs in their, Baby in their full force. Dancing, right? Uh, we'll post the clips that, that all the shirts refer to so you can have some background on them. And um, uh, what else was I going to say? I, think, I guess I said, oh, subscribe on whatever podcast platform right. you're listening on right yeah. now. Leave a review, a rating on, on iTunes and Spotify and all those good places. Hit a like on YouTube if you're there. Go support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Walt Vault for some extra content. And you can send an email, as always, to contact at thewaltvaultpod.com. We'll read your message. Hey, didn't we, didn't we get a new listener from another country, Emily? We did. Ooh. From Ireland? Super fun shout out to. Yeah, give a shout out. Listener. Give me a second because I don't want to. It's so funny because we always do these shout outs, but these listen new listeners we get are on like episode 10 and we're like, oh, yeah. see you at episode 101. <laughs> well, here's up. the deal. Her Instagram handle is just. 19. Okay. So I didn't want to mess that up. The Her word? name is 19. I don't know. Like the word spelled out 19 or what nine? Long story short, she's from Ireland and she really thinks we're hilarious. She okay. found us and she thought we were going to be like really dry facts on Disney. And uh, she appreciated the fact that we um, sometimes can be comedic. Yeah. Um, she said that she has multiple times urinated herself. <laughs> she said we were funny, and then well, she. Thanks, Claire. We like her. <laughs> well, this is Claire. Yeah, we are a family-friendly podcast, but that doesn't mean we. But that doesn't mean we're not also a little. Right. Yeah. Might have had to bleep a couple things. We're, out we're family episode, friendly, but. so you can listen to us with your kids in the background and not worry about them being uh, scarred or whatever. That that's 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 the main reason. That's the main reason. Yeah, unless uh, you're watch listening to the Lion King episode, because you'll definitely get scarred there. That's uh, not our fault. That's Disney. I think. Well, it's your fault a little bit, Miss Mufasa Daddy, who keeps saying that. Ooh, all right. <laughs> Ooh, we should make a shirt that says. <laughs> <laughs> with a lion. On Disney it. Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hashtag Disney dads. And it's like Mufasa and like uh, Zeus and like. Anyway, you guys, thank but you so much Mufasa. for listening to this episode. What's Mulan's dad's name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. he, that is a Disney dad for show. Goodness gracious. <laughs> and Dennis Quaid from... Uh, oh, yeah. Stop it. Leave a comment down below on who your favorite <laughs> Disney dad is and what you think of the Disney Channel original movies. If you're ready for some more Marvel next week, let us know all of that stuff. We love to hear from you guys. Um, that's been it for now. We will see you next week for some Marvel goodness. The Vault is now closed.